us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the king of kings let's begin to worship the ancient of days let's begin to worship the i am that i am for the opportunity he has given to us to be at his presence again this evening father we worship you ancient of days we magnify your name we thank you for your loving kindness unto us we thank you for our family we thank you for our nation we thank you for our leader Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus for what you did in our midst last week and for what you intend to do again tonight. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor in the name of Jesus. I want us to open our mouth and thank him very much. Let's thank him because tonight is here in our midst to do what he alone can do again. Father, we worship you. Lord, we magnify your name because we know that tonight you will lose every bondage. We thank you because tonight you will set the captive free. We thank you because tonight you will heal the sick among us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice unto God and say, My Father, I'm here again at your presence this evening. Lord, answer me by your mercy in the name of Jesus. Lord, let me receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Let's begin to cry unto God for mercy. Lord, be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, answer us by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let the windows of heaven be opened unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus, by your mercy, let every closed doors be opened tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto our Father and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight... Come and touch me. Yes, I want you to know that God knows 
the area, the specific area of your need. And he also knows the specific areas of my need. And one of the things that God does anytime we come to his presence is to, is to answer us based on, the spe- on our specific need. So we are going to cry unto him and say, My father tonight, come and touch me at the point of my need. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. My Because you are the God that knows our heart, you know our need. Lord, tonight touch us at the point of our need. In the name of Jesus, meet each and every one of us at the exact point of our needs. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want you to crown to him, it's your father, it's your maker. Tell him to touch you, tell him to meet you at the specific point of your need. In the name of Jesus, Lord, meet our specific need tonight. In the name of Jesus, for those that need healing, let them be healed, oh God. In the name of Jesus, for those who are in pain, for those who are under the captivities of the enemy, Lord, set them free tonight by your power. In the name of Jesus, meet us at our need, our, at our point of need. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, My Father, tonight, open the heavens over my life. Let the heavens of my signs and wonders be opened. Let the heavens be opened over my family. Let the heavens be opened over my career. Let the heavens be opened over me in the journey of this new week. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, open the heavens over our lives. Open the heavens over our family. Open the heavens in the name of Jesus. Let the heavens be opened tonight. In the name of Jesus, as we call upon your name, answer us speedily. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. We give you praise for your presence in our midst. Lord, have your way tonight and do what you alone can do. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah. If you know that God is here for you tonight, shout, Hallelujah. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Luke chapter 18. I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 8. And we are going to pick some points that we are going to use to pray tonight. Luke 18 from verse 1 to verse 8. 8. The Bible said, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not to lose heart. Please, I want you to follow me. This was Jesus speaking to his disciples and people around him. And he was teaching them about prayer. And he was telling them why they ought to pray and not to lose heart. And when the Bible says he he was speaking to the men, I want us to know that he was speaking to both men and women because in the Bible, most of the times men are being used even though uh, the audience are both men and women as as you are going to see even in this story. Look at verse 2. Saying, there was in a city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. 
Now, there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Get justice for me. Look at that. Get justice for me from my enemy. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. I want to pray for somebody tonight. The Lord will answer you speedily. In the name of Jesus, over that court case, the Lord will answer you speedily. Over that issue at your place of work, the Lord will answer you speedily tonight. In the name of Jesus. Now, I want us to know that tonight's prayer is a prayer on a speed dial. Anything we talk to God about tonight is going to answer us. I want you to settle that in your mind. I tell you the truth. We God not avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, Will he really find faith on the heart? Now, the, the, the topic for tonight, if you want to give it a topic, is don't give up yet. That's the topic. Don't give up yet. I don't know what you are going through right now. I don't know what, you, what the challenge you are facing right now. But by the word of the Lord to you tonight, don't give up yet. Now, the story we are about to look at tonight is the story about a woman who was a widow. As we know, the book of Luke is a book that mentions many information about widows, more than any other gospel book. For example, it was in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 2 from verse 37 to 38. There was a, a widow woman called Anna. The Bible said this woman committed herself to prayer night and days. It was a, she was a widow. Luke also mentioned another widow of Nay in Luke chapter 7 from verse 11 to 17. This widow lost her husband and then she later lost her only son. And this widow, when she was about to go and bury her only son, uh, she met with Jesus and Jesus was able to raise the child back to life. I want to pray for every woman on this prayer line tonight. I don't know what you have lost that is making you to be crying. Tonight, the Lord will wipe away your tears. In the name of Jesus. Luke also mentioned another widow in Luke 21. Luke 21. Uh, you know, the widow, this widow, she, the Bible says she came, she was a poor widow. Not only was she a widow, but she was a poor widow. She came to to the temple, and Jesus said, she gave all her living as offering into the treasury. A widow, but she was still giving. A widow, but she was still going to the temple. A widow, but she still have a heart for God. So what I'm telling us is that the book of Luke mentions so many things about widow. Now, when we talk about widow, 
in the Bible, they, they, they are limited in terms of the care they receive because they don't have husband anymore. And because of that, many of them, they suffer. Although the Bible recommends that the widow should be taken care of. There are recommendations. If right from the book of Deuteronomy, for example, in Deuteronomy, uh, from verse, uh, Deuteronomy 14, from verse 28 to 29, you know, the, it was one of the requirements that Moses put in the law that the widow should be taken care of. And not only that, even in, in, in the book of Psalm 149, Psalm 149, verse 6, I mean, Psalm 146, rather, Psalm 146, verse, verse uh, 9, it was also been mentioned there that widows need to be taken care of. Widows. Widows. And, and in the book of James, James mentioned it, I believe that was in James chapter 1, he said a, a religion that is acceptable before God is a religion that takes care of the widow. That take care of widow. That's in, in James chapter 1. If you look at from verse 26, from verse 26 to verse, verse 27. So widow are mentioned uh, in, 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 in the book of Luke more than any other books, but uh, the, the, the word of God mentioned to us that they need more care. So this widow, the Bible says, she came to the just, I mean to the judge in a city. And the judge was an unjust judge. And all that the widow was crying for was vengeance or justice. Justice from, from her enemy. Now, what could have happened that could have made this widow to go to the unjudged just? One, let me give us some of the reasons I think. Or this is a study. One, it could, it could have been that maybe after her husband died... Maybe the family of her husband, they took all the property. They took everything that was owned by the husband and they kicked her, they kicked her out to be homeless. And then the widow went back, he went to the judge and said, Judge, you have to do something. I am homeless. You have to do something about my case. It could have been that maybe her husband was hoeing before he died. Just like the example we find in 2 Kings chapter 4. From verse 1 to 7, there was a widowed woman there that when her husband died, the creditor came to take away her two sons, uh, you know, as a collector, because her husband couldn't pay before he died. So maybe this widow also, her husband died, and there were there were there were debts on her neck that she needed to pay. If not, maybe they would take everything she has, maybe they would even take her children away. And they will just leave her homeless. And this widow will not give up. And that was why he, she made up her mind that she will go and talk to the judge. Now, 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 now the, 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 the topic is don't give up. Don't give up. Now, I want to, what, the idea I want to share with us tonight is if I will not give up, what am I supposed to be doing? Don't give up. But I'm still in problem. Don't, you are telling me not to give up, but I'm still in debt. You are telling me not to give up, but the creditors are coming. They, they are coming to take away my children. They are coming to kick me out of the house. You are telling me not to give up. I don't have a job. And I'm, I'm falling behind in my bills. And you are telling me not to give up. You are telling me not to give up. 
and I've been trying, I've been applying, I've been submitting application for loan, I've been submitting application to apply for unemployment, and I've not gotten anything back, and you are telling me not to give up. So what I, what I want to show us is what should we do if we are not going to give up? So that we can get to the point where, where we can be able to lay hold on the promise of God for us. What should we do? That's, that's the topic of our deliberation tonight. And I'm believing God that tonight for those who may be at a point like that. Maybe they are at the hedge. They are at the hedge. If they don't do something within the next one week, if they don't do something within the next one month, they, 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 may, they may be facing some consequences. And, and that's why tonight God is here for people like that. Whether you are a widow, whether you are not a widow, God is here for people like that tonight. Now, I want us to go back to that verse of scripture, uh, Luke chapter 18. Let's look at it from verse 1 again. The Bible says, Then he spoke a parable to them, that men always ought to pray and not to lose heart. So, the recommendation of Jesus is that we are not supposed to give up, but if we are not going to give up, what we are supposed to do is to pray. Is to pray. This is the recommendation of Jesus Christ. This was not recommendation from Paul. This was not recommendation from Peter. It was from Jesus. Say, say don't give up. Now, if you are to read the same verse of scripture from Amplified Version, the Bible says, also Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always not, I mean, to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose that, and give up. So, which means, if I don't pray, I may lose that. If I don't pray, I may give up. If I don't pray, I may turn coward. I may become more fearful. And I want to know, I, I know this, that many of us, because of what we are going through right now, we are fearful. We are afraid because we don't know what next can happen because of our current situation. But I want to prophesy to somebody tonight that God will arise speedily because of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know what you are going through, but my God will arise speedily for you. In the name of Jesus. Now, let me tell us three things. I have, I have about seven points, but we don't have time. And, you know, maybe... If I was to be doing this during the morning prayer, I could have taken my time and picked it verse by verse. But because this is Sunday, a Sunday evening prayer, I, 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 I would like to do uh, to cover more ground. And then maybe in the future, we can look more in, in details in, on this story. Now, I, there, there, there are three points. Let me just give us three points about being prayerful. Because that's the recommendation of Jesus. Three things I want us to note about being prayerful. There are several points, but if, if you have the time, I may go through it very fast, but if not, I will just give us three for tonight. There are, there are things that we need to note about prayerfulness or about the, the, the power of, of, of persistent prayer that will help us not to give up. Number one, I want you to take note of this. Take note of this. Number one, <laughs> prayerfulness is expected to be a way of life for us as believer. That's the first point. 
prayerfulness is expected to be a way of life for us as believers. Now, the reason why I said this, and I want you to follow me very closely, is because we are not supposed to wait until when we are in problem before we pray. I don't know what the issue was with this widow woman, but I don't know how long she waited before she finally made the move to the judge, but she could have made the move earlier before things get out of hand. So prayerfulness, I want us to listen to this. Prayerfulness is expected of us as a way of life as believers. The book, the book of Luke, 20, Luke chapter 2 verse 37, Luke chapter 2 verse 37, the Bible says, And this woman was a widow of about 84 years old, who did not depart from the temple, but, but what? But serve God with fasting and prayer night and day. This was the widow, one of the widow being mentioned by Luke. Her name was Hannah. The Bible says she lost her husband eight years into her marriage. But this widow woman did not stop to pray. Although she was in trouble, although she was in problem, she did not stop to pray. Because as a widow, uh, in, in the land of Israel, if somebody is a woman, it has that that's a limitation. And not only that, if somebody is a widow, that's another limitation. But this widow woman did not stop to pray. She chose prayer as a way of life. She chose prayer as a way of life. So what I'm telling us is that as believers, our prayer should be constant. Our prayers should be consistent. It shouldn't only be during the time we are going through trouble. It shouldn't be only be during the time we are in affliction. Prayer should be our way of life. Prayer should be to us like breathing. The book of Psalm 5 verse 3, the Bible says, My voice you shall hear in the morning. Look at that. O Lord, and in the morning will I direct it unto you and I will look up. That is the way of life we are supposed to live. Right from the morning time, my voice you will hear. And in the morning, I will direct my prayer unto you and I will look up. I want to tell somebody tonight, whatever, what, whatever you may be going through right now, don't lose your focus in prayer. Don't let the devil threaten you by telling you that uh, uh, since you have been praying, what have you gained? Don't listen to that voice. It's the voice of the devil. So prayerfulness should be is expected to be a way of life. The book of Psalm 55 verse 17. The Bible says, Evening and morning and at noon I will pray. Look at that. And cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. Now I want you to know that when you are praying, you are talking to God. The one that has the power to solve your problem. Now many of us, we might have talked to men in the past and Men, because they are men, they will fail us. They will fail us. In fact, the Bible says, Woe to him that trusts in men, or that put the harm of flesh as his trust. Woe to him. Woe to him. So, so in, in the time of difficulty, we are supposed to not lose our focus in prayer. We are supposed to continue to pray. And apart from that, Prayerfulness should be our way of life. 
whether during the time of problem or we don't have problem, we shouldn't wait until when a prophet will come and tell you and say, sister, I see death in your front. You, have, you, you go and pray for 21 days and you are a nurse. And a prophet told you, go and do marathon for 21 days. How are you going to go to work? If, I mean, what I'm telling us is this. If <laughs> I pray God, will not, we shall not experience evil. But we should not wait until when a prophet will come and tell us, go and do 70 days prayers before you start praying. Every time you pray, whether you do 20 minutes, you do 5 minutes, you, you do 7 minutes, it is registered in heaven. And the day of need, when the day of need comes, it is your prayer that God will go and check before God will do something. Look at, for example, a man called Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. The Bible says, God appeared to him in a, in a dream at night. And God told him, he said, he said, Cornelius, your prayer and all your harms, they are in record. For what? They are, they are, they are, they are, they are in heaven for record. All the prayers you are praying, all the hands you are giving, they are in record. So which means God was telling him that I am I'm getting all your prayers. But you need to be saved. If, if, if I will work on your prayer, you need salvation. God told him that. So which means God was recording all his prayers. So I want you to know that there is no prayer you pray that is in vain. But this is what I'm trying to emphasize. Don't wait until when you are in a big trouble. Before you start calling upon God. Make prayer a way of life. Then number two. This lesson. You know. Another thing that Jesus is teaching us. Is that prayerfulness. Should arise. As a desire to be with God. That's the second point. Prayerfulness. Should what? Should arise from a desire to be with God. We should not see prayer as a labor. As a labor or as a way of escape. If we are treating prayer as a way of escape or as a labor, we are not going to really enjoy it. Prayer is the way that God has designed for us to, to spend time with him. If you are married, one of the things your spouse, you know, we want is, you know, for you to have time, to spend time, to spend time together. I, I visited my, 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 my grandmother-in-law yesterday. She's almost 89 years old. And she told me, myself and my wife, she said, you guys, you should have a date every week. A woman of 89 years old. She said, you should, have, you should have a date every week. Spend time together. You know, don't allow your kids to come in between you. Spend time together. I was like, ah. I said, thank you very much. That's a good advice. I will make sure I had it to my goal. So what, what am I saying? <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Prayer is a way of spending time with God. We should see pray, our prayer should come as a, as a as our prayer, our prayerfulness should come or should arise as a desire to what? To want to be with God. So which means when I want to pray, all I'm thinking about is I want to spend time with God. Not only that, ah, I just want a, a, a brigade for your prayer. A brigade fire prayer that will quick, that will quickly solve my problem, and then I can get back to normal. No, prayer should be our way of life because that woman, the widow woman that we read about, she she started visiting the judge when things was almost late. Because I didn't mean that this woman has known the judge very well. They have been talking to each other, 
when she was in problem, the judge will know. It will not need that the woman will not be going to the judge and knocking and knocking. You know, that's how many of us are doing. We say, you know what? I'm going to go into seven days for a matter of fasting. I will go into seven days to, 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 to solve that problem. You don't, I mean, you, you don't really need... If, if you are doing your, your quiet time every day, if you are spending time with God every day, God will have ministered to you. God will have told you about what you are going through. So, our prayer should be as a result of our, of our desire to spend time with God. The book of Psalm 130 verse 5 to 6 the Bible says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. Look at that. I wait in prayer. And in his word, I do hope. Look at that. In his word, as I'm waiting on God in prayer, I'm also waiting in his word. I'm checking his promises. I'm checking his promises. And look at verse 6. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the money. Look at that. Yes. More than those who watch for the money. Now, what the psalmist is saying is that the way he so much desire to be with God is with is the same way people that do overnight shift. You know, if you do overnight shift, when it is getting to like six, seven in the morning, you cannot wait to finish your shift. At that point, you ju- you just want to finish up and go home and go and sleep, and and that is how. We should so much desire to be with God. I can't wait to be with God. I can't wait to be in play in the place of prayer. I can't wait. I can't wait. I need to go home. I need to lock up myself and 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 talk to my father and talk to my God. That is how prayer should be for us. The book of Psalm 84, 1 and 2. The Bible says, How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, even faint. For the court of the Lord, my heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Look at that. I want you, O oh God. I want you, to, I want you to reveal yourself to me. I want you to talk to me. I want you, O oh God. That is how prayer should be for us. Then number three. Let me give us one more. Maybe we'll, we'll continue from, from where we stopped next week. Another thing about prayerfulness is that prayerfulness should also arise from our awareness of the need that can only be met by God. Please listen to that point. Prayerfulness should also, we should give ourselves to prayers on consistent basis based on our awareness of a need that can only be met by God. That should push us into prayer. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. <laughs> there is nothing we need that should not move us into prayer. There's not that's, that's 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 the point I'm trying to make. There is nothing we need that should not move us into prayer. There should be nothing too small or too big for us to pray about. Let me give us an example. This evening, I was outside before I was outside. It was you know, the sun was out, and I, I I wear my glasses for my sunshade. And then at a point in time, I came back inside after I did some work in the backyard, my backyard, and I I, I I misplaced my sunshade because my sunshade because I was I wanted to go back out, and I I asked my wife. I said, "Did you see my glasses?" And she said, "No, I don't know. I don't know where you put it." And I said, "Okay, don't worry about it." Immediately I start praying. I said, "I start praying." I said, "Father, the name of Jesus, anywhere these glasses may be." Lord, let that gla- let it be revealed to me now in the name of Jesus. Lord, reveal where these glasses are. 
It doesn't take more than two, two three minutes. I, I, saw the, I, I saw the glass. So what I'm saying is this. Prayerfulness should come or should be a, a way or a, should, 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 should motivate us to pray. I mean, prayerfulness should motivate us or prayerfulness should arise out of need that can only be met by God. What I'm saying is this. We should always call on to God for everything. Whether small or big, whether medium-sized need, everything. We should take it to God in prayer. Everything. Take it to God in prayer. Don't, don't, don't commonize any issue to be too small. Because a small issue can turn out to be a bigger issue in the future. If you don't address it when it was small, it can turn out to be something big in the future. So prayerfulness should arise out of need that can only be met by God. And I want us to know that God has the power to meet all our needs. The book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. The Bible says, and my God shall supply all your need. Did he say only your big need? Did he say only your emergency need? All your need. Look at that. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. The book of 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 5. The Bible says, Now she, who is really a widow, and left alone trust in God, and continue in supplication and prayer night and day. That's the recommendation of Paul to widows. He said they should, they should, they should spend time in prayer night and day. They should, which means because widows are more, in, they are much more in need. They don't have a husband to support them. They don't have people to support them. In fact, some of their, some of their in-laws, they even suspect them. Maybe they say maybe she was the one that killed that man. Yes, they say yeah, she was the one. She killed her husband. Now she's a widow. We will not take care of her. We will let her suffer for her sin. So some of them, they are in need. So Paul said, it's tough for you as a widow to be crying, to be begging for help, or to be going about from house to house, you know, as a busybody. Go and pray. Go and lock up yourself and commit your need. Pray unto God for all your needs. He's going to meet all your needs. Pray unto God. Unto, you know, pray unto God for all your needs. Now, in conclusion, in conclusion, in conclusion. Now, I want us to know that we are all widow. We are all widow. And our new husband is Jesus Christ. So if indeed he's our new husband, we should not be ashamed to talk to him about our need. We can always call on to him. You know, it is only the president of this world that you want to talk to. And you, you, you have to go through the security protocols. But Jesus is our husband. We can talk to him. And if you are a widow indeed, I want to assure you tonight that you are on the highest priority before God. God wants you to bring all your need before him. And he has the capacity, he has the power to meet all your need. So don't give up. I want you to tell your neighbor, don't give up. If you can pray, don't give up. I want us to go and pray. Maybe next week we will continue. I want us to lift up our voice unto God tonight. We are going to cry unto him and say, my father, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> Lord let me be filled with the spirit of prayer and supplication. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, 
according to Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. The Bible says, and I will, I will, I will feed the house of Je- and the house of David with the spirit of prayer and supplication. I want us to lift up our voice and say, "My Father, tonight let me be filled with the spirit of prayer and supplication." In the name of Jesus, I want. I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up. Lord, fill me with the spirit of prayer and supplication. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to command the spirit of discouragement. The spirit of losing hope. We want to command that spirit to get out. I know the message of tonight is meant for somebody. I know. I know. I know. And that person is about to give up. That person is about to lose hope. But when you can pray, when you can talk to God about your need, why do you want to give up? As if you don't have a helper. You, you have an helper. And God is your helper. He, he has the capacity to meet that need. If you can call on to him, this God is just too good. It's just, there is nothing you need that he doesn't know about. You just need to talk to him and he will meet the need. So we are going to pray and say, my father, the spirit of discouragement, the spirit of, of, of losing hope, the spirit of giving up in my heart. Tonight, I bind and I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Begin to bind and to cast that spirit out. The spirit of discouragement. The spirit of losing hope. The spirit of giving up. The spirit of losing hope. We bind and we cast you out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth when you can pray. Why do you need to give up? When you have a father, when you have a husband that that want to take care of your need, why do you want to give up? I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, let me be delivered from the spirit of discouragement, from the spirit of, of, of losing hope. In in the name of Jesus, I will not give up. I refuse to give up. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to pray the prayer like this. and say, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to give up. It is my problem that we give up. Let's, let's take it that, that way first. I refuse to what? I refuse to give up. Please, please, please. I want you to pray very well tonight. Because whatever, whatever is the issue, God is ready to take care of it tonight. Yes, I can assure you that tonight is the night when God will terminate that affliction. I said tonight is the night when God will resolve that issue. I want you to lift up your voice and say, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to give up. It is my problem that we give up. In the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Mayaleke pedelia basilica polia. In the mighty name of Jesus. I refuse to give up. It is my problem that we give up. In the name of Jesus. It is that sickness that we give up. It is that court case that we give up. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. We refuse to give up. A capadilia of syndicapolia. We refuse to give up. In the name of Jesus. It is our affliction that we give up. It is that cancer that we give up. It is that arthritis that we give up. In the name of Jesus. We refuse to lose up. We refuse to be discouraged. In the name of Jesus. It is our problem that we give up. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Now we are going to pray that prayer in another way. You say in the name of Jesus, I refuse to give up. It is my enemy that we give up. Now, I want us to know that that widow has many enemies. And that was why she kept going to the judge. 
She didn't even mind that the judge was unjust. Because unjust judge, they are crazy. Yes. Unjust judge, the unjust judge could have demanded that, okay, before I will do whatever you want me to do, I will have to sleep with you. I know it were to be judges of today in some country. That is what they would demand. Especially when they know that that, widow, that woman is a widow. But the woman did not even care. But she knew what she wanted. She said, I'm not going to give up until when my need is met. I will not give up. I will not lose up. I know that this is a wicked man. But I know that God can still use even a wicked man for me. Now I want to tell somebody tonight, before the end of this week, somebody that you consider to be a wicked person, God will use them to favor you. In the name of Jesus, we are still going to pray about that. But I want us to open our mouth and say in the name of Jesus, I refuse to give up. It is the enemy behind my problem that we give up. That's the prayer point. <laughs> because some of us, the enemy wants us to give up. They want you to give up about God. They want you to give up about yourself. They want you to give up about your family. They want you to give up about your children. They want you to give up about your job. They want you to give up about everything. But you have to make up your mind and pray that prayer. And say, in the mighty name of Jesus, I will not give up. It is my enemy that will give up. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Makunda Likapa, I come Masidi Kapolia. We shall not give up. Yes, it is our enemy that we give up. In the mighty name of Jesus, over that court case, we shall not give up. Over that issue in the family, we shall not give up. Over that issue at work, we shall not give up. We refuse to give up. In the name of Jesus, it is the enemy behind that trouble that we give up. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let every wicked judge, please pray this prayer. Every wicked judge. Now, the, the, the way we are going to pray the prayer is this. There are some of us who want to flip the prayer. I want you to listen carefully so that you, you will not misunderstand me. We want to flip the prayer. How do we want to flip the prayer? Now, there are some of us that there are some weak, there are some, there are some people who are approaching the wicked judge. They are what? They are approaching the wicked judge to go and report them to them. I said, that person, that woman, that, that man, I want you to fight him. Yes, I want you to use your wicked power to fight him. <laughs> Those are the ones we want to take care now. We want to take care of that. Because there are some of us, there are some enemies, there are some people, there are some power, there are some agents who are reporting us to the wicked judge. And who is the wicked judge? The wicked judge is the devil. The wicked judge is the devil. The wicked judge could be a, a, a satanic agent somewhere that people consult to fight for them. There are some of us, we have not done anything, but because we are alive, because God has blessed us, because God is taking care of us, there are some, there are some people who are going to the wicked judge. They are taking our case and say, that man, that woman, she's, she's too happy. She's too, she's too joyful. Yes. We want to take away our, our, our joy. That woman, we don't want her to, to have a settled home. We want to scatter our marriage. That woman, uh, we want our children to be fighting against her. We want to, we want to, we want to, we want to mess up the relationship between her 
and our children. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, my father, let every wicked judge that my enemy are taking my case to. Please listen to this prayer. Every satanic judge, every wicked judge that my enemies are reporting me to, that my enemy are taking my case to, tonight, let that wicked judge be judged. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every satanic judge, every evil judge that our enemy are taking our case to, to report us. Lord, let them be judged tonight. In the name of Jesus, avenge us of this wicked judge tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, fight for us. Lord, fight for us. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Because you are the righteous judge. Lord, judge every wicked judge. In the name of Jesus, every wicked judge that is sitting upon our case. Every wicked judge that is working for our enemies. Father, tonight, let them be judged. In the name of Jesus, let your judgment come upon them. Open your let your judgment come upon them in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed I pray for you tonight that every wicked judge that your enemy are reporting you to the Lord will unseat them by fire in the name of Jesus I pray for you that any case they take to their, to their court the Lord will scatter it in the name of Jesus I said the Lord will scatter it in the name of Jesus. Your enemy will not succeed over your case. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to pray the next prayer point. And say, my father, vindicate me at the court of darkness where the enemy are taking my case. Please pray this prayer. Vindicate me. I know what I'm talking about. This is not a prayer I'm just praying from, from my head. I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking from experience. I'm talking from experience. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, in the at the court of darkness, where the enemies are taking my case to. Lord, vindicate me by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, vindicate my family. Lord, vindicate my spouse. Vindicate my children at the court of darkness where the wicked are taking our case to. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, vindicate us. My father, vindicate us. In the name of Jesus, vindicate us by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, at the court of darkness where the enemies are taking our case. Lord, vindicate us. Justify us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God. Because this widow woman, there were some people that sat upon our property. There were some people that sat upon our benefit. And they said, we will not let you have it. We know that it is yours. But we will not let you enjoy it. I don't know what you yours that some powers are sitting upon. I don't know each of your benefits that some people say they won't let you get it. Do you know that some people they are due for promotion? And people can decide in their favor. They just say, you know what? I don't like that guy. <laughs> you don't like somebody? And the person is working hard? 
You don't like somebody and the person, the, the person is putting a lot of hours every day into their job and they are doing what they're supposed to do. Why can't you just promote them for God's sake? We want to deal with issues like that. We want to deal with issues like that. Because there are some, some of us, there are some things that we are due for. But the enemy say, no, we are not going to let him enjoy it. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, let every power sitting upon my benefit, let them release it by fire tonight. It is tonight. Oh. For some of them, God will go and cry to them in their dream and say, release that promotion. And before you know it, before the end of this week, they will call you and say, okay, we have promoted you. We have promoted you. Just, just waiting for your letter. I said, that will be your portion. In the name of Jesus, whatever belongs to you, that some power have sat upon. I said tonight there shall be a release by fire. In the name of Jesus, I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, every power sitting on top of my benefits, every power sitting on, on top of what belongs to me, tonight, let them release it by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let that brother pray that prayer. You are due for that promotion. You are due for it. Why should you be denied? I want you to cry unto God and say, My Father, every power sitting up on, on top of my benefit, every power sitting on top of my, my, my blessing, tonight let them release it by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. We are talking to the great judge. This is our God is not a wicked judge. He's a is a just judge, and he, he can judge righteously. I want us to lift up our voice and talk to him and say, "My Father, because you are a righteous judge, every power sitting on top of my blessing, every power sitting on top of my benefit, tonight let them release it by fire in the name of Jesus. Let them release it by fire in the name of Jesus. Whatever belongs to us." In the camp of the enemy. Tonight let there be a transfer. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a transfer of our weight. Let there be a transfer of our glory. Let there be a transfer of our benefits. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Now I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God. And say my father. Let the horn of the wicked. Harassing me in my dream. Please pray this prayer point. The horn, when we talk about horn, if you read about horn in the Bible very well, the horn represents power. It represents power. There are some of us that in our dream, there are powers that always come to harass us. That's what we want to deal with now. Some of us, before we wake up, our sleep is not balanced. Because we are always having some terrifying dreams. Dreams that, that make our hearts to pace up and down. God wants to walk on behalf of people like that tonight. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let the horns of the wicked be used to harass me in my dream every night. Let that horn be cut off in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. My Father, Lord, cut off the horns of the wicked. Be used to harass us in our dream on, the, on daily basis. In the name of Jesus, let it be cut off. Let the horns of witches and wizards be cut off. In the name of Jesus, every satanic horns harassing us in our dream every night. We pray in the name of Jesus. We break them into pieces. In the name of Jesus, Lord, cut them off by the sword of fire. In Jesus' mighty name, 
we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, let every satanic calendar or timetable or clock that have been set up to work against my life. Please pray this prayer point. Every satanic uh, calendar, timetable and clock <laughs> that have been set up to work against my progress, that has been set up to work against my children, tonight let it be set on fire and be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every satanic calendar, every satanic timetable, and every satanic clock that has been set up in the realm of the spirit to be working against my progress, to be working against my family, to be working against my children. Tonight, I command you to scatter by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I refuse to walk according to the timetable of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, my life will not go after according to the timetable of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, my family will not go according to the clock of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, let every satanic clock, let every satanic calendar, let every satanic timetable working against my life, let it scatter by fire. In the name of Jesus, let your fire destroy them. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Satanic timetable, satanic clock, satanic, satanic clock working against my life. I command you to scatter by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you tonight. That the Lord will destroy every satanic calendar, every satanic timetable, and every satanic clock working against you. In the name of Jesus, I command that calendar to catch fire. In the name of Jesus, I command that satanic clock that is making the journey of your life to be going backward. I command it to catch fire. In the name of Jesus, from tonight, the Lord will turn your clock forward. In the name of Jesus, and every power that wants to be turning the clock of your life backward, I command fire to destroy that power. In the name of Jesus, your life will not go backward again. From tonight, go forward. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to pray the next prayer point. We are going to crown to God and say, My Father, tonight, use tonight to fight against all my enemies. Please pray that prayer. Use tonight to what? To fight against all my enemies. Now, when we, when we talk about enemies, we, we can't really, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a broad, it's a broad term. But I can give you an example. For example, sickness is an enemy in your life. For example, failure is an enemy in your life. Now, let me give you another example. Any power, any spirit that said that you will not make progress or any power or any spirit that is always blocking your advancement they are enemies you can't deal with them but you can call on to god who is the lord of hosts the one that has the power in heaven and earth to deal with them so i want you to lift up your voice and say my father tonight Fight against every enemies of my progress, every enemies of my peace, every enemy of my success. Lord, fight against them. Vindicate me against them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Just like that widow 
Just like that widow, I want you to talk to God. God is the judge above every other judge. I want you to talk to him tonight and say, my father, fight against all my enemies. In the name of Jesus, sickness is an enemy. Fight against sickness in my body. In the name of Jesus, failure is an enemy in my career. Fight against every failure. In the name of Jesus, love, fight against every power. Working against my progress. In the name of Jesus. Lord, deal with all our enemies. Every spiritual enemies. Every enemies that fly at night. Every enemy that operate in the, in the air. That operate in the water. Tonight, fight against them. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Now, I want us to pray this prayer point. We are going to pray and say, My Father, let me experience your wonder-working power in this new week. Yes. As I go in the journey of this week, Lord, let me experience wonder-working power. Let things begin to work for me with speed. That's part of wonders of God. Speed. For somebody in this week, everything will work for you fast, fast. Go and write it down. Yes, that's what God said. He said, shall God not avenge his own elect who cry unto him day and night? He said he's going to avenge them speedily. That's what the word God said. God said he's going to have that means to, that is to say whatever you want him to do this week, especially this week, he will do it fast, fast. Yes, yes. I said God will do it speedily in the name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, as I go in the journey of this week, let me experience your wonder-working power in the name of Jesus. Let there be no more delay in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, Lord. Let there be no more delay. In the journey of this week, everything I demand, I shall get it fast, fast. In the name of Jesus, I shall get my miracle speedily. In the name of Jesus, I, I shall get favor speedily. In the name of Jesus, I shall get help speedily. In the name of Jesus, in this week, oh God, cause us to experience your wonder-working power. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, before we take the Holy Communion, I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, tonight, let me be empowered by your spirit over all my enemies. The power to overcome all my enemies. Lord, release that power upon me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I receive divine power. I receive the Holy Ghost power. In the name of Jesus, to walk in dominion over all our enemies. Lord, release your power upon us. Let us be empowered by the Holy Ghost as we go in the journey of this week. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The nations come to me. It's where receive answers from my knees.